0: A lot of bird talk today. Why? It's a long story. It has to do with how well the Pelicans have been playing. But on the chat here, Jay, um, how about an ostrich burger at Fud That's from Crown Royal. What do you think? Would you try an ostrich burger? Sure. <laughs> I don't believe you. Sure. I ate quail. It was gross. Okay. Uh Yeah. Um, I would. I mean, bird's a bird, right? Bird's, bird's a bird. bird. I might think twice about eating penguin because, like, oh. Really? But other than that, yeah. bird's a bird. True.
1: Scalp em, Fry them?
0: Yeah. Sure. I'll taste it. Yeah. 339-1140, uh, Let's get to Ramsey's been hanging on, Sacktown Sports. Ramsey, what can we do for you today?
2: Not too much. Speaking of birds, I've got a hypothetical idea for Bill Belichick. Okay. I think potentially, not saying it's going to happen, Arthur Blank in Atlanta has deep pockets. And I could see him potentially shelling out whatever he wants to try to get Belichick to coach the Falcons. And the Falcons aren't as far away as what people think. They have plenty of weapons on offense. Yes, they need a quarterback. I get that part. But at the same time, they've got everything on offense. They got weapons on defense. And they were only technically two games away from winning the division.
0: Yeah, they're like eight and nine every year, right, Ramsey? They've been 7-10 the past three years, and that's why Arthur Smith got fired. Yeah, yeah. So,
2: it, All right. I'm so, not saying it would, but uh, it, it it could potentially happen.
0: If you were uh, Bill Belichick and you had to go you know, wherever you went, they said, you ain't, we don't need you to run things anymore. You just coach the team. You think he'd be okay with that? Would you be okay with that?
2: I mean, I wouldn't have an issue with that. I wouldn't have an issue with that in Atlanta, especially if, uh, especially if he's not if he's not willing to take all control of the team because mm-hmm. Arthur Blank Arthur Blank has more control than anybody at the team. Obviously mm-hmm. he's on it. Yep. So therefore, if he's willing to work in lockstep with Arthur Blank,
3: he would be
2: he would be the best coach in that division at the moment. And with that being said, get him a quarterback. I think that I think they could do some things in the NFC.
0: Thank you, Ramsey. Appreciate that. No. If I'm Bill Belichick, Jay, uh, I'm saying, "Hey, Arthur Blank, why don't you just give me one of those Arthur Blank checks, and I'll fill it in, and we yeah. can we can work something out." Yeah, it's interesting. I they are a team.
1: I, I would say I like the Chargers. They're a team that just as you and Ramsey point out, they're in the middle. They have a good defense, as Ramsey points out, has some great great talent on the offensive side. Kyle Pitts, B. Drake Sean London, Robinson. yes, absolutely, yeah. Bijan, yeah. Hookem. And but, the one thing Ramsey said they need a QB.
0: Yeah, Desmond
1: Ritter hasn't you know panned out where they looked. And maybe still young. I'm not sure if they. I think they're looking for another one. What would be interesting?
0: That's why if if I would. That's why I would go to a place that had a quarterback
1: kind of already pre-built and a younger version, right? Especially.
0: I mean, maybe not a team that's ready to go, but they got to have the quarterback in place. But I would. I would like you're good with Carolina. Uh, so I'm not sold yet. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: So you're good with I'd Will go Levis.
0: I'd, I'd go to the Chargers.
1: If you're Bill Belichick?
0: Um. Or just any coach? In general, that'd be at the top of just my list. Just because of Herbert? Uh, yeah. Even and, Well, not just because okay. of him. Yeah.
1: Like, th- for me, the the Chargers, they have some talent, but I think they have some long-in-the-tooth talent. I also, like, I love Keenan Allen. You know, he's 32 or 33. I have to look that up. But... I'm not sold on the defense. I know they got Joey Bosa, you know, Khalil Mack. But those guys look to be, like, Khalil Mack looks to be a cap casualty very quick. Like, I could see them moving on him because he's got a hefty number and they can get rid of that. Joey Bosa will still be there. They got Derwin James. Love Asante Samuel. Love mm-hmm, Asante mm-hmm. Samuel.
0: I mean, they I think got I some talent. Win. I think I could win in a reasonably short amount of time there. What about Washington? Does that do anything for you? And I love. I really like Ron Rivera. I'm sorry he's gone.
1: Oh, you commanders. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm out on
0: them. Yeah.
1: If I if I'm Bill Belichick, I'm out. I have my eye on. And this is the great part about Bill Belichick. You know the position that he's in. And I think Harbaugh, same thing. They're probably gonna have the pick of their litter. Like they'll they'll get a phone call from everybody who has an opening. Mm -hmm. They should. His, His agent should. Yeah. And. They should be able to pick, and I also think now.
0: But you know, they can't both have the pick of the list. Yeah, they, kind of. But one of them's gonna be somewhere. is like we want him more than you. That's all I'm saying. Hmm. I don't know though. You, you believe that? Well, don't you think there's gonna be some team that's like we like Belichick, but we like Harbaugh more, or vice versa? Well, I think
1: they have an order, but I think that you know they're like a one A, one A, one B. You can't really go wrong with either if you like. If you're in that you know position, mm-hmm. uh, every single opening, and maybe, you know, if someone loses in a wild card game, could be to have an opening. Every person that has an opening should be calling both of those guys, Mm -hmm. engaging their interest, and saying, listen, we have this opportunity. We're willing to do A, B, C, D, E, and if you are down, let's make it happen, and let them make a decision. I think if you're saying, you know what? Let's call Bill before we call Jim. I think you you kind of fooling yourself because I I believe... The opposite. I think Jim and Bill can say, I kind of have the Chargers in front of the Falcons. I have, mm-hmm. you know, Carolina in front of Tennessee. Oh, yeah, I'm sure that's Tennessee. true. I'm yeah. sure that's true. So, I, I think the power lies within the coach than it is this time around than it, because we have some big names, you know, some big-time big, yeah. big time names.
0: Uh, Mitch has been hanging on. I'll talk to Mitch on Sackdown Sports. Mitch, what's going on today? How are you? How's it going, guys? Hi. Good. Good, Mitch. You. What's I up? Yeah. Uh,
2: the Can they move that football game? Can they It's supposed to be like the Colts? And some peacock, of course. Can they move the game? Uh, don't they care about the safety? The fans, at least, too, and the players. Hmm. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to see them lose Monk, but I'm, I'm being. I would take that trade with the Warriors if it gets rid
0: of hours Barnes. Okay, so, Mitch. you yeah. but how's it going?
3: Six
2: points, in two games. How do you go 14 minutes without a random rebound scoring
0: a point? That Thank was, you. Yeah, really thanks, point. Mitch. I know you're not the only person who feels that way. Uh, to me, as far as Harrison Barnes goes, real quick, I know we can talk about him a lot. Um, I just won in Detroit by 21, and Harrison Barnes didn't score. I, I don't. I'd like him to play better, but I'm fine because we, we did well enough without him. Then last night, I uh, had six points, and I won. Uh, by 25 so i i'm not that concerned about harrison barnes because keegan did so well harrison barnes clearly the kings right now are talking trade with a number of teams and it's crystal clear that harrison barnes is part of those conversations maybe that's affecting his play as well if you want harrison barnes to be traded there's a really good chance if the kings make any deal harrison barnes is going to be in it and i'm kind of hoping the way he is for his sake for the team's sake. And so the the fans who are so frustrated now can move on and find somebody else to complain about as much as they complain about Harrison Barnes. Uh, Dale joins us on Sackdown Sports. Hey, Dale, thanks for hanging. What's up? Hey,
3: hey, thanks for taking the call, guys. Yeah. Um, Hey, um, you know, I've got like 17 things to say, but uh, I'm just going to start with this, okay? The Kings – I was a Kings fan back in the day when Chris Weber and Peja was there. And, um, and then I, you know, I got out of the NBA. And so now I'm back after last year, but what thing, what, what really bothers me is when we're talking about trade talk and like with the Siakam thing, um, um, primarily, you know, it, so what if he takes shots away from De'Aaron Fox and, and a bonus. So what? So if he, if he scores, 10 more points. If he gives the team 10 more points or anybody like him, but not somebody like, you know, uh, Kuzma or, or just some guy who's going to come in and just regulate some minutes. I think they need a star. And, and I don't, I don't get why the Kings don't want to look at it that way to, to pick up a star.
0: Hmm. Uh, Thank you for the call. I don't know that they're averse to picking up a star, Siakam, I think they're really in on. They would love to bring in Siakam, but if he doesn't want to come here, then it's a matter of, all right, well, we're not going to give up as much to get him if he's only going to be here half a year. And then Toronto's like, no, we can get more for him someplace else. It's that simple, Jay. Yeah. yeah.
1: Pascal said he didn't want to be here.
0: Yeah. He made that clear. And Mm -hmm. I think – I don't think he's going to tell any team, yeah, I'll sign with you, but still, I think that affects the price. And, you know, that it's possible – if Toronto is not getting close to what they want to get for him before the deadline, maybe they come back around to the Kings go and maybe they say, You know what? you still want him, it'll only be half a year and who knows, maybe he'll resign with you, then maybe we can reopen talks, but that's unlikely.
1: Yeah, I, I would I understand the frustration of Dale in Dale's voice and in his fandom because it we've he's not the first one to say that. We've heard that, right, Whitey. Like we've heard they uh you know they want the best for the Kings. Yeah. And I think everyone in the conversation does the The toughest part about it is though everyone wants a star they're hard to get yeah and I mean if you if if stars was you know was just hey look I'll come I'll do this I then we all have a star right you know typical saying of stars don't don't grow on trees Right. <laughs> I right. mean it's just tough man it's yeah. it's tough to come across guys I think what Dell is saying though is, is How about stop trying to mortgage on some of the guys that we pretty much know, you know, or we have a question in, and that's kind of the argument of the Harrison Barnes, the Keegan Murray, is we don't know the finality of where they're going to be, where compared to a star, we know they're a star. So go get them. Yeah. Be proactive in it.
0: Yeah. Siakam, they love Siakam because he can guard people, and I don't think they're as worried Dell about, oh, he'd take shots away from this guy, that guy. They wanted Siakam. They were in on Siakam. They may still eventually end up being in on Siakam. But I don't think they – it wasn't that they decided, no, we don't want him. It's just he didn't really want to be here, and that made the cost too prohibitive. That's all. Um, 339-1140, 1-800-920-1140. Before we get back to the phones, I mentioned uh, before we went to break about uh, Coach Brown, since we are just talking about the Kings – Let's revisit that really quickly. Coach Brand last night saying, hey, you know what? I think, wow, yeah, we, um, we're we really close. We're really close. This is, uh, you know, with the dog days approaching, really close to being the team, knock on wood, that we want to be. Jay, I think you and I agree that, yeah, that there's some truth to that, but coming off two wins over bad teams, given what happened Sunday, some of that is Mike Brown just trying to encourage his team, right? You guys look great. That's it. Coast That's top. it, guys. Go, go. Yeah. A lot of coach talk.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. Coach talk. I think compared to what we saw last week where he was talking about the fans should be getting – got a refund for coming out to watch this game. It's just coach talk, man. It's one of the – that's what coaches do. Mm -hmm. Every single day is a new – you know, they have a new directive, a new objective, something that they're trying to, you know, maneuver their way to a a win and and entice their team to be better. It's coach talk, man. That's what I take it as. Yeah,
0: but the best coaches know with an individual – and a team when that team needs to be built up, when that team needs to be, you know, put back down to earth a little bit. And I think some of that is like, hey, we're playing well, so let's try to keep it going by being encouraging here. But yeah, coach talk, but at a time when coach talk was very appropriate. Back to the phones here 339 1140 1140. And what the commissioner had to say about the in season tournament and its future when we come back. Drive, guys, on Sackdown Sports. Here's some good news for Kings fans. hate to see it happen this way, but Joel Embiid is not playing for the Sixers tomorrow, so the Kings catch a break there as they get ready to take on Philadelphia. Uh, We will have that game for you, of course, here on Sacktown Sports. Uh, Drapes and I will be with you tomorrow from 3 to 4, and then we'll be bringing you our pregame and, of course, the actual game here uh, from Philadelphia. Got some news on the future of the in-season tournament today from Adam Silver, who is in Paris for the game Uh, between the Cavaliers and who'd they play? The Nets, I think. Uh, The commissioner says the in season tournament will no doubt be back next season with some unspecified tweaks. So we knew that was coming. Um, I guess it was inevitable. Weird thing, Jay, I don't know how you felt about the in season tournament. I was very skeptical of it. Then it started, I kind of enjoyed it. And when it was done, I felt like, thank goodness that's over. (laughs) That was garbage.
1: I don't don't know. I have been an IST guy since the beginning of the announcement. Really? Yeah, it, it did nothing for me, man. Uh-huh. I, I wasn't excited. It didn't put no extra oomph into it. You know, I, I don't want to be the bearer bad news. And I know, you know, Draper enjoyed it. Some of the, you know, Kings fans enjoyed it. A lot of listeners enjoyed it. For me, it didn't mean anything.
0: That championship game, I just felt weird watching it. Like... I felt like I'm trying to convince myself this means something, but it really doesn't.
1: Yeah, I was out on it from the whole announcement the year before. I it doesn't. For me, I'm one of those basketball guys that say basketball doesn't start till Christmas, but mm-hmm. that's just tongue in cheek. You know, yeah, it definitely starts in October. But the the in season tournament didn't put no extra oomph on any game for me. I no. didn't. I didn't no. see nothing from it,
0: man. No, I did kind of enjoy. You know, we got caught Game's up. A game. I got caught up in all the kings and the floors, but. I found myself kind of relieved when it was over. Uh, so, it's back next year with some tweaks. Also, this came out today. The NBA plans to turn the draft, the upcoming 2024 draft, into a two-night TV event.
1: Yeah. Taking a page out the NFL's book.
0: Right. Um, you know, football being football, will hang on every round. But this, the first night is going to be, of course, the first round. Then the second round will be the next night. I... <laughs> I can't imagine a lot of people are going to watch the second
1: round. The second round?
0: round. Yeah, I I mean, I will, but really?
1: They almost kind of have to extend it to a third round. You have to almost make the second round a little more important.
0: Well, I know know what you mean. Yeah, like
1: they got to kind of play. And I understand they're trying to play the second night up. But as you said, it's kind of like, and what really hurts this for me, too, is when I read this, Whitey, was there aren't a lot of college stars to go around enough anymore for you to pay attention. You know, it used to be second round. I mean, it was more than second round, but you could get quality guys. You know, now it's kind of been one of those things where like we move around a second guy to put them on a G league, a two way deal. And we've seen players, you know, blossom into Stars. We've seen players blossom into rotational guys. We've seen guys, you know, created an NBA path through a second round NG league and two way contracts and stuff like that. But I, I, it's for the money. It's a money grab. And I think more than ever, as an NBA fan, you can see that with the two day situation. I'm not, I don't care who second round, I barely care first round.
0: Yeah. I mean, and also really look lottery, how, right? Yeah. Look how many of the top players in the league and the biggest stars are players who never even played in college here. Yes. You
1: know? Uh, so, yeah. I mean, yeah. they're going overseas or uh-huh. playing in different different versions or going straight to the G League Ignite. Mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. prep school. There's so many different variations of uh, how you approach that year in between your last senior year in high school and in the league. It's almost to the point now and I understand why the NBA did it because there was a, a lot of for every Kobe and KG and Jermaine O'Neal there was so, you know, Dasani Diop and there were so many different guys that didn't make it and we didn't see the backside of it but with the NIL with G League two way deals straight to you know overseas and stuff they might as well just open it back up just come out of high school if you want to. Yeah they should.
0: I don't know how in this country how you can prohibit someone from are you good enough you can make money you know you do it in other sports I don't know how they keep People from doing that. Private, man.
1: man. Private yeah. money. Yeah. Money grab.
0: Mm-hmm. 1140 Jeff joins us, Sackdown Sports. Hello, Jeff. What can we do for you?
3: Whitey, uh, I was going to say, I was uh, called up. I'm putting on your GM hat. Okay. Why are we even talking further about Siakam? If, if uh, Sam Amick is uh, correct, that he's right. looking for a Supermax uh, contract. He's uh, screwed Toronto because there's no one's going to take him on for that kind of money.
0: Right. So you don't want him I mean, even. If, it's a no go. Well. Even
3: uh, if you want it, it,
0: For half a year? Would you want him for half a year if you could get him for a somewhat reasonable package?
3: No, not for everything they're asking. No way. Yeah. I'd rather see about working on, uh, on uh, uh, what's his face from Washington, the, the Wizards. I'd rather take his contract. Kyle Kuzma. That's Kuzma? Go somewhere.
0: Kyle Kuzma?
3: Absolutely. Yeah. For that price? Yes.
0: Yeah, my guess, Jeff, and it's obviously it's just a guess. I think if they do some, it's going to end up being either Kuzma, who they've shown interest in in the past, or Zach Levine, who they also have shown interest in in the oh,
3: past. Oh no, Zach Levine's even worse. Mm-hmm. Forty-nine million
0: to start oh, with. I know. And you got I know. For five years. Yeah, his contract <laughs> is unbelievable. I mean, he's making that Jeff There's kind of no money, way. right? Yeah.
3: Not at all.
0: So I wish, <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you very much for. All right, thank you, Jeff. How
1: Question about, real quick, Whitey. Yeah. And this is something this is a conversation. So many people have pinpointed Pascal Siakam. We know that's not gonna happen. Yeah. It's a wrap, it's yeah. over. Because we know uh, they talked to him. Yeah, so they yeah. It, he's he has come out and said, I will not re-sign with the Kings. So unless you give him, you know, a quarter pounder and a couple of gallons of gas, it's not gonna happen, right? Yeah. Jeff talked about Kyle Kuzma. Drapes is on the Wiggins bandwagon. Dorian Finney-Smith, matisse Steibel. Like, there's been some names. Marcus Smart is now hurt. He's probably not being moved. You know what I'm seeing, Whitey? What's that? There's really not a good option right now.
0: Well, that's why we're here. That's why the Kings didn't – pardon me. That's why they didn't do anything in the offseason. They didn't see anything that wowed them then either. So, And it's a lot of the same guys.
1: Yeah, it's, it's becoming one of those things where it might not – you know, right now as we sit – Maybe there's nothing to try to pinpoint in on. You know, like we hear the Zach Levines or, you know, you've talked about Caruso or DeMar DeRozan. Like those are guys I'm interested in. And maybe they're just not for the taking yet. And as people talked about with the Pascal Siakam situation, well, let's just wait till they get a little more desperate. Doesn't matter when when it comes to Pascal now. And I agree with Jeff. So let's let that slide to the right. It's time to start to pinpoint some other guys who may not be names that we've heard yet, Mm -hmm. or let's create some different avenues. And I'm hoping that's what Monty is doing, is he's working those phones, and I believe he is. He's working those phones and picking, you know, pinpointing guys that we haven't heard. But there's some teams who's like, uh, you know, need to make a change or two. And we might need to make a change or two. And I'm hoping those are the things that, instead of the DeJounte Murrays and, you know, the names we hear, hopefully it's a name we haven't even heard of yet.
0: Maybe. I will say this, uh, and I know these are names that we've heard of, but Chicago is a team to keep an eye on because they have a number of different guys yeah. that could, you could take a package of them or one of them. And also, and I apologize, I forget where I read this today. I think I mentioned it already. Somewhere I read that Chicago actually has had interest in Herder, And that's the first I've read that about any I mean, team that. having, having interest in Kevin Herter. And according to what I read, they're looking into, okay, well, why is he struggling? You know, maybe they have a scout or somebody says, Oh, well, he's doing this and maybe if they f- see something that they think they can fix, I mean, we may have uh the makings of a deal there. Okay.
1: Yeah. I like where you're going with that.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I I, I said last week, I just I just want them to do something at this point. Get all this chatter done with. I mean, you you may be right. Maybe they're better off big picture by kind of standing pat, but that would be hard for fans to stomach. Yeah, it would. It's hard in the in it the off seasons.
1: I agree. It would be
0: might be the best thing, but it'd still be hard for fans Uh, when we come back. Do the 49ers really lack that comeback ability? Is that a concern heading into the postseason? Next, Drive Guys, Sacked Out Sports. Yeah, we'll get to the Niners in just a moment. By the way, uh, we take you up to UC Davis basketball here in about 10 minutes. Um, Jay, you played college sports, right? You're a college baseball player, right?
1: Uh, no, that's right, not playing. <laughs> yes. yeah. I'm just so playing. Yes. So maybe
0: you have a better appreciation for this than I do. Um, Casey Thompson is a quarterback. Uh, let's see. He has been with uh, Texas, Nebraska, uh, FAU. He has committed to Oklahoma. Casey Thompson committing to Oklahoma today, where he will play his seventh season in college football. Oof. He will be 26 on October 3rd. Oof.
1: Man, <laughs> I mean... Good luck to Casey Thompson.
0: Yeah. That's,
1: that's the, the uh, pandemic year threw it all off. Like guys are getting all kind of different. Years.
0: I, I hadn't, yeah. I hadn't considered that. He had red shirted uh, and then. So it, that means he know. would have to red
1: red shirted. Yeah. Got the pandemic year, which NCAA gave back to everybody. Got a medical year, which would have been your sixth. So he got medical clearance for one year.
0: That sounds. I think it's, you're right. Yeah, which yeah. means that's why he's Isn't he's it, eligible yeah, to play yeah, for or, a seventh yeah. year. Uh huh.
1: So he's got a medical clear, a medical red shirt, a regular red shirt, and a pandemic year.
0: Wow, um, that's how you get you're that right. seventh Good for him. But yeah. wouldn't you at some point say, "I gotta find something else to do"? Uh,
1: he might be a you know <laughs> he he might be working on some grad stuff there, <laughs> Whitey. Look, if I can play football. And go ahead and get the free education, or as close to free education as possible. So I, I would hope he's got his bachelor's because he he's had to if he's a, a graduate transfer. So he's got his bachelor's somewhere.
0: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he was a graduate student at FAU. Yep. So yeah, he's a student there.
1: So maybe he's going for his master's now, Played, or he's uh-huh. on some you know yeah. medical. Th- maybe he's trying to be a you know kinesiologist or something. Anything.
0: Yeah, he uh, he did play in three Therapy. games before tearing his ACL. Was granted a medical hardship waiver. Mm-hmm. For one more year. Yeah. And as I think we were might have been talking about this off the air, but I if you play whatever you play, once you're done, you're done for the it's most over. part. So mm-hmm. if you're playing and you can still play, and that's why guys like even Jordan, Willie Mays, when I was a kid, I used to look at that and go, Why don't they just quit? And I realize I realize, no, you, you are playing because when you stop, that's it. You it's- don't play anymore. So like Vince Carter, good for him. Mm.
1: Yeah definitely play mm-hmm. as long as your body will allow you to right and as much as you want to mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. and if someone wants you then a hey, more power to you and where's he transferring what? say that one more time yes uh oklahoma
0: he's he going to oklahoma? to oklahoma really with texas nebraska is that fau florida, florida, florida atlantic, atlantic. Mm-hmm. yeah committed to oklahoma so really yeah
1: good for casey thompson Mm-hmm. Getting it in,
0: man. And he's the son of Charles Thompson, who used to be an Oklahoma quarterback. Okay,
1: so, so he's going down there to be with pops. Yes. No, pops, my, well, this would be like his third alma mater. It'd be pops' alma mater almost.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's almost old enough to be a grandpops himself. That's, <laughs> oh, that's, that's okay. Cold, bro. That's all right. Twenty six. Yeah, yeah, I'm,
1: yeah. yeah Twenty six. Yeah. Hey, if you can continue to play and get an education, and you don't have to pay for it.
0: Yeah, you're right. Wasn't Winky when he played. In college, wasn't he like twenty six 37, <laughs> 37,
1: 26, 27.
0: <laughs> He's getting stuff from ARP in the mail. Like I, can't ARP, I got a game. Yeah. He's got
1: a, a, r, p, man. <laughs> yeah. You cold blood. Why? Yeah.
0: You... Yeah. Uh, all right. You tell me Mr. 49er fan here. <laughs> this Arp. is from Nick Wagner ESPN. And this is three things that could negatively impact the 49ers Super Bowl quest. I'd like you, if you would, please. To tell us, as a 49er fan, wearing a 49er hat as we speak, how much these things bother you, if at all. One is injury issues.
1: Major um, one. Number one. Yeah. It's the biggest thing for me.
0: Mm-hmm. So you got Armstead. going to practice Thursday. Uh, I mean, all football teams have to deal with injuries. Yep. Uh, Kittle, back spasms, Dre Greenlaw, Achilles tendonitis. Mm-hmm. Um, Dyer McCaffrey Brown. calf. Tishon Juan Jennings. Quad, yeah. So, okay. So that's your biggest your biggest concern. Yes. All right. Uh, number two, unproven kicker.
1: I'm not too worried about I'm Moody not, yet. Yeah. yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, it was perfect. Yes. Within 40 The last game, concentration was down. They melded in. Coach had already melded in. I, I think his concentration wasn't there. And, you know, he relaxed a little bit. And then. After he missed that one, it looks like he went out and tried to make the adjustment on the kick, and it just didn't make. You know, he didn't kick it smoothly. It looked like he put a little pressure on himself, or you know, whatever.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm not. I'm not. Listen, with Moody, I'm not worried until I have to be worried. Yeah. If he goes out there, put it this way, and this will be a Shanahan and a 49er thing. If they go out there and they have to kick a 53 yarder, then I'm worried. If you know. And the reason why is because go get the first down. But I know it doesn't happen. But they have to protect the rookie, man. Like you can't, you know, you can't just be sitting around waiting on a rookie kicker to win a championship. That's not it.
0: Now the missed forty-one yarder against Cleveland, October fifteenth. That doesn't bother you? Yeah, it was
1: bad weather. And and this other part—that was the first time he did it in the NFL. Yeah. Now he's gonna have an opportunity. Well, hopefully it doesn't come down to a kick. But if he has to, he knows the feeling now not college it's the league they expect for you to hit that 41 yarder to win a game mm-hmm. got it yeah and he was perfect after that from 40 and in
0: till last I'm, week i'm with you on that and i think there's too much is being made of this struggles he had last week but yeah he's a rookie and kickers are you never know with a kicker anyway and he's been nope. pretty good for rookies yeah so i'm with you on that third and finally coming from behind 49ers jumped out to big leads in most of their 12 wins, rarely being forced into a comeback position. When they have been in tense late-game spots, they've come up short. Is that you, a concern?
1: A little bit, and I'm going to tell you why. Not not the, the straightforward answer is I'm a little worried about Shanahan. Really? Shanahan gets in his way sometime, man. He truly does, man.
0: Are you going like, back to that? Blown twenty-eight to three.
1: Well, the Falcons thing, but I think even Sorry with the 49ers, that. there's yeah. been a there's Nate's been a few things. 49er, if you didn't want to hear eh, that's fine. But I think th- there is something too. Like we have plenty of people who TC is is a huge proponent of Shanahan will get in the way. There are sometimes you like Shanahan's too smart for his good. You know, his own good. Just kinda of ball off and run sometime. When you start the game with four or five passes in a row and you can kind of see certain things sometimes. It's like, ah, or, you know, go back to the the motion, Shanahan. Let's let's not get stagnant. There's sometimes Shanahan kinda of gets in his way, in my opinion, man. I, I really do think he can he can outsmart himself sometime. So that's not the probably the answer, you, you know, straightforward answer. No, I got you. But I think Part of that is because of Shanahan.
0: In 17 games, the Niners trailed at halftime, and three of them, they lost all three. I think part of it is they're so good that if they're behind, it means something's already wrong. Hmm. You know what I mean? Hmm. It's not like, oh, they can't come from behind. It's like when the 49ers are playing well, they don't have to worry about coming from behind. Yeah, ninth. yeah. Yeah, so if they're behind, it's already there's already something that's not Truth. going right.
1: I agree. Yeah. Wholeheartedly. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: but if uh, Money Moody makes that kick, then... They yeah. have come from behind in one of those games. Very
1: true. And I mean, and that was the thing about the Purdy situation. Well, he can't bring anybody back. Well, he took them all the way down for it to miss a field goal. Mm-hmm. If you miss a field goal, that that wipes two, you know, kills two birds with one stone mm-hmm. as, as we bring it back to the birds. Birds, that's a good today. way to end. Yes.
0: <laughs> Thanks for being with us. Thank you, Jay. Uh, Kyle Draper and I back with you tomorrow. Stick around for UC Davis basketball versus Northridge. Boo! Next right here, Sacktown Sports.